Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, America. Good afternoon, Rochester, New York. This is Chad Hummel. This is the Got Freedom Podcast. We're here live on this uh, beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Rochester, New York, uh, high above the streets of Titus Avenue in Arondequite at the uh, We the People Podcast uh, broadcast studios. Um, as you can see on camera, I'm joined by a guest here today. Uh, you all uh, loyal Patriot followers should know who this individual is by now. Um, if not because he's been on this highly rated, uh, highly um, successful podcast, but he's been on the likes of the Sean Hannity Show, um, Fox and Friends, Fox and Friends. Um, what else did we do? <laughs> keep well, going. The Inside Edition interview was kind of a <laughs> Wait, boss, no, no, shh, but, shh, oh, we're not mentioning that one. <laughs> don't tell anyone that we we're on Inside Edition. <laughs> we did two Newsmax, Fox and Friends, Newsmax, and then Hannity. Yeah, Greg yeah. Bowling on Greg Newsmax. Bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you remember the other guy's name? No, I thought it was Brett Bear, but I'm I don't think that was it. Yeah, because he's on Fox. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I can't believe you told everybody that we were on uh, Inside Edition. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's almost as bad as telling them. <laughs> I don't when think I'm anybody like, saw that one anyway. <laughs> like the Rachel Maddow show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed she didn't reach out to us. Well, she did, but I didn't. Let, oh, I, didn't she, I didn't tell you. You didn't want to tell me. Yeah, that. I was. Af- I was afraid you'd want to go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we yeah, got. I'm, da- a, I'm a big fan of hers. Did I? Did I say your name yet? I think so. This Am is I Dave, Dave can I, Callis. Can yeah. I say your name? Yeah, absolutely. What the hell? I'm doing a deposition with you tomorrow. You might as well. That's right. That's right. We're going to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. If it's okay. Yeah, go for it. I'll just need you to sign this attorney-client <laughs> privilege waiver over here. Don't you have enough of my signatures already, though? <laughs> Before we speak about your case. Yeah, I could do that. And, of course, all of those um, all of those awesome interviews that we did um, on all those shows that you just mentioned that I already forgot the names of wouldn't have been possible without our awesome producer who's here in the room right now. Right, Austin? Hello. Yes, it's me. Austin. The famous hello and the famous thumbs up there. Absolutely. There's yeah. Austin from uh, Rock Fox Productions, and we appreciate Austin being here. Um, the man that makes it all happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to do it without him. Yeah. So, all right. Well, without further ado, we have a couple uh, couple topics um, on hand today, and then, you know, as always, we'll just kind of free form it here and see where, see where things go. But uh, as Dave mentioned, uh, tomorrow... Um, as, as everybody knows, so let me, you know, for those who may not know, right, but I'll just quickly um, explain. So uh, Dave had a little bit of an incident. Uh, 
just a small one, just a tiny one. It was so tiny it ended up on Hannity. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of an incident that occurred at a Webster um, Board of Education meeting uh, way back on what, February 8th? February 8th. Yeah, I'm testing him right now. Yeah. I know, this is like, this is like this practice. practice for tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully the other attorney's not watching. <laughs> right. So, uh, on, yeah, and so on February 8th at a Webster Board of Education meeting, Dave Callis uh, went there. He signed up. Uh, he was there to speak on behalf of his uh, son, I Correct. think, in the school district at Correct. the time. And uh, things didn't go as planned, unfortunately, at some point. Oh, and look at that. Austin has the video. This has yeah. gone. This video has gone viral worldwide. They found him. We're in America. Oh, tiny. we're in Webster. Look at this. Look at this. Look. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Is this how you treat? What are you doing? Do you put your hands up? Holy crap! Holy crap! That's assault. That is assault. Oh my god! Doing that to the children too? Holy shit! What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Wow. Officer, do something about that. You know what? We we can You just allow your security to do that? Is that Mark Agor yelling in the background? I think so, yeah. We can yeah. call a point of recess. Right, right. What are you doing? That's Mancini wow. right there, right? No, Mancini's in the khaki pants. Oh, that's right. And he's yeah. laughing. He's laughing. You're laughing. Yeah, fuck you. And then he waves. You're laughing. <laughs> Talk about the Chinese New Year. Right? So, yeah. you know, one thing that always kind of got me when, when I watched that video is the there's the woman's voice. Yeah. That seems to be overriding, kind of off in the distance, narrating what's going on. Is right. that... Do we know who that is? Yeah. I don't know if I want to say her name on uh, on air, but... Um, is she the president of the board at the time? Oh, in the background. Yeah, not, who's, so that that is... Not the one recording the video. Correct. Okay, I, that's who I thought you wanted yeah, to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, no, about. not her. Yeah, you can hear in the background, you can hear uh, Tammy Gorowski. That's Tammy Gorowski. say her name like three times. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering why you didn't want to say her yeah. name. <laughs> no, I'll say it uh, all the time. Yeah, Tammy Gorowski, yeah. Yeah. Who, who was the then... Uh, president, president of the Board of Education. And now she got District. unelected. She got correct? voted. She did not get uh, voted back in. Uh, yeah. What's funny is we had three seats up for re-election. Hers was one of them. Uh, and the union, the teachers union, did not back the incumbent president, Tammy Gorowski. They backed three other uh, candidates. Uh, one of them was an incumbent and then two other candidates. So they backed two candidates who, who were coming onto the board? Correct. Wow. They did I not back the, uh, the existing so you think uh, they, president. You think they had enough of her shenanigans? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm guessing that they did. You know, there's there's a lot of... Uh, there's a, a lot of litigation uh, pending right now against Webster as a result of allegations against lawsuits. her. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we're going to get into those a little bit. Yeah. But what was interesting to me about her voice... Um, have you seen the, the, the trilogy of, um, and, and now, of course, I'm going to forget the name of it. Um, gosh, the movies where there's the city. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the uh, Mockingbird. The yeah. Mocking, uh, what's Mockingjay. Yeah, Mockingjay. What, what yeah. are those movies? What are the names of them? Are you talking Austin. about the Hunger Games? Yeah, the, the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games, yes. 
That's yes. why he's here. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to fill in the blanks for the old we people. Go th- we go through this every week. <laughs> he ends up doing half the show for me because I can only get like two words That's out for every topic. Austin. Yeah, no, it's all right. I got you guys. Yeah. So... But that's the voice in, yeah. in the in the Hunger Games. Very stoic, very talking to you know robotic. It, it's it's like the you know the god up in the sky, yeah. you know, talking to his his or her people down below, and yeah, very robotic, very manufactured, very yeah. rote, right. uh, scripted. Yeah, you know, there's there's an incident, a physical altercation where her security detail is literally physically accosting. A peaceful, it was you, by the way, in case you didn't know, a peaceful taxpaying resident who was signed up to speak, allowed to enter into the building, was sitting peacefully, quietly, minding his own business, and, and, and he's getting physically attacked by her security detail, and she's calmly and rotely speaking above the crowd over right. her microphone. Nothing to see here. Yeah, people. nothing to see here. Pay attention we, to me. Yeah, we can call a right. point of recess if you'd like. And it's just yeah. it's just bizarre, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's really kind really kind of yeah. bizarre. Yeah, you know, and, and I, w- I mean, obviously, you know, we've seen the video multiple times. And, you know, having gone through it, I don't know what happened after that. Because I was literally pushed. Dragged right out of the room. Yeah, dragged out of the room. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I don't know. You probably didn't hear the Hunger Games voice. No, at, no at I don't. And I don't think they took a recess. Whereas in, in uh, past board meetings, they had gone to executive sessions. Like they stopped the meeting and they leave the boardroom and they go into, you know, a side room and they do this executive session. Yeah, because they, they're afraid and they want to get right, away. They right. don't want anyone telling them, right. you know, things they don't want to hear. Yep. They don't want anyone challenging their authority. Yeah. They want to do their dirty work. Behind yep. closed doors, yep. right, yep. with the lights off, like yep. like people do when they're when you know yep. when you're trying to avoid, you yeah. know. And somebody the told truth. me when that operate when in the dark. They wanna. in that board meeting as that situation happened, they immediately cut the public feed. In this so, particular board meeting, yes. So people were watching the board meeting up until that point, and then they cut the feed, and they never. They never you know what I was doing while that was happening? Yeah, I remember you were I eating. Was, chicken, I was eating chicken dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I just grilled chicken on my grill. <laughs> I know you because I mean as as I so you you saw interrupted the tail my end of, dinner yeah the tail end <laughs> of that video and I'm outside you had texted me yeah like around that point in time and said hey because my phone was I vibrating heard what happened call me yeah 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 I'm trying to cook chicken on the grill and my phone's vibrating <laughs> off the the island in the kitchen and my wife's like why is your phone blowing up <laughs> so I look at it and I have all these text messages from all these patriots patriots all these Callus patriots yes Callis yeah. is in trouble in Webster yeah. call him call him so yeah. I texted you I said Dave is everything all right call yeah. me yeah and you called me seconds later and yeah. you were still there I, I was you... still I was still in the building I yeah. was outside the boardroom I was outside of that meeting room but I was still in the building and, and at the point that I was dragged out that's when law enforcement got involved uh, and I had a previous um, interaction with uh, Officer Johnson. And, you know, I asked him, I said, hey, Kevin, I'm like, you know, here I am outside the boardroom. Can I stay and go back in? I'm like, they haven't told me anything, you know. So he's like, let me go back in and find out. And that's when I called you to say, hey, what what, what do I do here? And then, and then he that, gave me some of the best advice ever. What did I say? Go back I in say and it fight? on air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you said, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. One is your lawyer and one is a patriot, as a fellow <laughs> patriot. A is your lawyer. There's a situation here. You might not want to go back in, but B, if you want to get off, if you want to say what you went to talk about. Oh yeah, he, you told me. He said go back in. Yeah, you were registered. To, yeah, yeah, you were registered to speak. Yeah, and they're not. You know, they're not throwing you out. Yeah. They're not asking you to leave. So yeah. Yeah. you got to do your business while you're while I you're took, there. I took the red pill. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
And then the next morning, Bob Loonsberry went on the radio oh, and, and accused and accused me of being there. Yeah, and accused me of being part of some sort yeah. of you know seditious conspiracy. Yeah. And he's you such know to a overthrow tool. the the board yeah. meeting. He, I mean, he's such a grifter, man. Unreal. He is. People are like, but well, he's a conservative. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's he's not. like the biggest grifter to keep his job in ratings. That's yeah. it. And if he's listening. You know, why didn't you ask Chad and I to come on your show, you coward? Exactly. He could have he could have gotten the truth. Yeah. He could have found out that I was at home grilling chicken. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with I was this. Kind of jealous. In, I didn't that I had any... nothing to do with this violent insurrection that you engaged <laughs> you engaged in out in Webster that <laughs> yeah, night. Seriously. But speaking of violent, seditious conspiracies and insurrections. So we were gonna talk um well, actually, hold on. Let me back up real quick. So tomorrow, so we have a couple a couple big events that are gonna be unfolding here in your case. Tomorrow um, you're going to give a sworn deposition uh, under oath Correct. for um, the attorneys for the, the town of Webster, for yep. the Webster Central School District, I should say. Absolutely. Um, they, uh, they have hired attorneys out of Buffalo, and we have a deposition tomorrow. So you're going to... Sorry, that was me. That's okay. I don't know how to turn it off now. Yeah, just throw it on the floor. I was, I was, throw it on the floor and step on it. I was it. trying to see people's comments because the screen on the table is not big enough. It's all, it's I got all old good. eyes. Sorry about kind that. Of, yeah. Well, there we go. Hey, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Bill Gilchrist. Thanks for joining us. Bill says, great show so far. Keep it up. All right, that's good. He says, yeah. so far. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, Bill. Stick around, and you'll see what happens from here. Yeah. So um, Tomorrow, yeah, so deposition. Deposition tomorrow. You'll yeah. uh, you'll give your statement to the attorneys for Webster under oath as to um, what happened that day, and, and we'll see where that leads. And then coming up on July 22nd, big update here, is the trial in Webster Town Court uh, for Ken Mancini. So, so for that... That security officer, or you know, whatever his title is, that you know physically um, removed you from the board meeting, that lifted you up out of your chair and dragged you out of there. Uh, he was charged by the Webster Police Department on your sworn statement. He was charged um, with uh, harassment in the second degree, which is a violation. He faces up to 15 days in jail if found guilty, and his trial will be uh, on July 22nd. Right. So. On. So that's coming up. That'll be at the Webster Town Courthouse on July 22nd. And yeah. I'm assuming that this is still America. I think this is still America. So that is um, that courtroom is in America. So it is open to the public. So if anyone in the uh, general public uh, wanted to attend that trial on July 22nd, I don't know the time off the top of my head, but I think it's at perhaps 10 a.m. Uh, don't quote me on that just yet. But July 22nd will be the trial of uh, Ken Mancini, and we'll get to the bottom um of what happened there yeah. on that uh, fateful night. So. Or at least opening statements. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see how far it goes. And I'm, I'm a little nervous tomorrow. i got to say, I'm, I'm, you know. I, well, it's today, though, so you can be nervous yeah. tomorrow. Well, I'm nervous, nervous about, today? I'm nervous about tomorrow oh, because gotcha. Austin, Chad, told me that I have to wear pants. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he has to get dressed. <laughs> so I have to get dressed tomorrow. Yeah, I told him no shorts, no T-shirts. <laughs> I can't show up in my, in my uniform, which consists of black shorts and a neon yellow shirt with my company logo on it. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind if you wore the T-shirt that you're wearing right now. Austin, can the viewer see Dave's T-shirt? I mean, they can or see that. It's a black T-shirt. Oh, there it is. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I love it. Yeah. You should wear that tomorrow. Wear this tomorrow? Yeah, wear that underneath your... Uh, the blazer? Well, yeah, underneath blazer. your blazer. That's yeah. what I did for Hannity. Exactly. You wore a yeah. blazer with a message on with your shirt. With this under it. Yeah, it, was, it, it was this exact t-shirt. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. I thought it said screw this CNN. Is my, this is my... <laughs> 
This is my We the Podcast People shirt. We, we the Podcast People. You said that on one of the shows, right? I did. On one of the interviews. <laughs> well, Tom we was here doing. because he's the one that said it. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's remember? right. Remember? That's right. We the Podcast People. You had people. a little too much juice before the podcast. It's all good. Then, Oops. Yeah. I just got to remember to hit my button there ever so often to keep my camera, keep my camera running. All right. So the uh, I mentioned earlier that there was a couple topics that, that I wanted to talk about today. And those two topics are this. One is... Um, this has been going on for several weeks now, uh, but it, it has to do with the uh, the so-called insurrection that occurred at the Capitol of the United States on January 6th. That, of course, all you know that I was I was there. I was there on January 6th. That's no secret uh, to any of you. Um, it's also no secret to the FBI agent who called me a couple days after I was there. Um, but fortunately for me... Um, that was, you know, that was where my involvement with the FBI ended. Uh, for others who are now um, being held uh, without bail in the custody of federal law enforcement and will be awaiting trial, um, you know, they're, they're being prosecuted with the, the heaviest arm of our federal government. And what's going on right now in D.C., this absolute, um, you know, shit show, so to speak, for the lack of a better phraseology, this absolute shit show of, of, of a trial. And, you know, I don't even want to call it a trial, right? It's, it's a circus. It's a, it's a circus. And yeah. the, the term that, that media has been calling it is a show trial. Um, I guess that's really the best way to put it. it it's Hollywood-esque because, you know, one of the first questions that I have is if it were some sort of legitimate hearing or trial – then there would be an individual that is the focal point of it. In other words, if the evidence bears out the way that the the so-called prosecution, right, and that's so Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi and and all these jamokes uh, in the in the Senate in the Congress, if if they had a particular conclusion that they were looking for, that someone's guilty of something, who is that person? Right. Who's the person that's on trial? Who's the person that has an attorney and that gets a, an opportunity to cross-examine all of the witnesses that are up there? And, of course, the answer is there's nothing. There is, yeah. it's a, this is literally a one-sided presentation. It's, what it is is it's one big, long, ongoing opening statement is all it's it is. It's exactly what it is. Because there isn't a cross-examination. I haven't There's seen any, any video or, or, or statements of any cross-examination. Like yeah. you said, it's it's one long statement Yeah, is what it is. There's no opposition, right? And so there's literally no opposition. Right. So if there's no opposition, then there's nobody that's standing trial. Then it's not a it's not a hearing. It's not a right. trial. With There's no defined conclusion that's going to come from this. Right. Donald Trump is not gonna, going to be impeached for the ninth time. <laughs> He's not going to jail. He's not being convicted of anything as a result of this particular hearing. Now, do they have these, these crazy lunatics on the left? Do they have designs on this hopefully for them leading, you know, to some further legal legitimate legal proceedings against former president Donald Trump. Obviously that's yeah. their, their long-term goal. Right. But in the interim, this is purely for public show. It is. This is for is. ratings. This is for votes. This is, this is all they got. Right. They have nothing to run on. They're, yeah. They're the 2022 elections are, 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 are relying on what they can get out of it for their own base. Absolutely. Because realistically, I mean, what is it? Due process, Fourteenth Amendment. Is yes, that, is that right? Correct. So, I mean, if this were a real legal proceeding, yep. I mean, the the people that 
they're labeling as insurrectionists, I mean, their due process is being violated. Correct. Because they can't defend themselves. Correct. They're not afforded any right. opportunity to uh, come into this yeah, hearing. There's no rebuttal. There's no, you know, yeah. cross-examination. Yeah. But, so I'm glad that this is a perfect segue, because this is where I wanted to go with this. So I have here in my hands, this is a, uh, a, a newspaper that I subscribe to. It's called the Epic Times. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Epic Times. Um, so the Epic Times uh, writes this news story uh, it's titled Exclusive. Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes wants to testify live. Challenge J6 committee's, quote, pack of lies. All right? So there it is. All right? Stuart Rhodes, who is supposedly the founder and the, the individual that that's, that's at the top of the command chain of the Oath Keepers. Have you heard of the group called yeah. the Oath Keepers? Yeah. Yeah. So the Oath Keepers are... They're, they're an organization in the United States. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you how the Oath Keepers are described by the indictment, the indictment that was handed down um, back in January against Stuart Rhodes. So as I mentioned earlier, these individuals are actually being prosecuted by the FBI, and Stuart Rhodes is one of the 12 or 13 defendants that was named in this indictment. And this is how the FBI, uh, the Department of Justice, describes uh, who the Oath Keepers are. Rhodes, a resident of Granbury, Texas, this is right from the indictment, was the founder and leader of the Oath Keepers, a large but loosely organized collection of individuals, some of whom are associated with militias. Some members of the Oath Keepers believe that the federal government has been co-opted by a cabal of elites actively trying to strip American citizens of their rights. Really? Just just some members of the Oath Keepers believe that? Right. How about how about all of the members of the Oath Keepers believe that? And how about probably 52% of American citizens actually believe that? That's a good number. And how about it's probably true, yeah. right? How about it's probably provable in court? Right. Okay? Though the Oath Keepers will accept anyone as members, as if there's something wrong with that, they try to paint that as, as if there's something wrong with that, um... They explicitly focus on recruiting current and former military, law enforcement, and first responder personnel. That's smart, right? The organization's name alludes to the oath sworn by members of the military and police to defend the Constitution. The Constitution? What's that? Right. <laughs> From all enemies, foreign and domestic. Imagine that. They write this as if that is a, a, a negative right? factual allegation <laughs> against the members of the Oath Keepers. Can you imagine these people defending the Constitution? That they took a name that's designed to replicate the oath that military and police officers take. And oh, by the way, I took as an attorney. As an attorney. On February 26th, 2003, I can't remember... Your name, it's Dave, right? Yeah. But I that, I just pulled that right out of my yeah, ass. That's impressive. February 26, 2003. And for all you know, I made it up. No, it is true. It, I saw uh, it. Yeah. I saw it on your wall. There you go. Um, I took that same oath, right? So I digress. The organization's name alludes to the oath, blah, 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 blah. On their website, the oath keepers declare they will not obey unconstitutional orders. Well, no shit. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed right. to obey unconstitutional orders. It's why I got arrested. It's why what happened to you on that video. Actually, the reason why I got arrested is because you tried to get arrested <laughs> in Webster and you got me all ginned up. 
I, I prepped you. <laughs> yeah, you prepped me. He called me that night, too. I think Dave actually works for the FBI. That's yeah. <laughs> really what I'm getting at here. Yeah, yeah. Are you wearing a wire? I am not. Austin, so. did you check him for wires before he came in? I told you, any guests need to be checked for wires before I, you come in. I tried. He wouldn't let me get near him. No wires. <laughs> he wouldn't let you pat him down? No. He I still has PTSD I from do this have incident. PTSD. He's yeah. belligerent, I yeah. tell you. He's belligerent. Yeah, look at him. Look how belligerent he was Seriously. sitting in that blue chair with wheels. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I forget specifically where I was going with that, but um, the, the, the segue that I was getting to is that, so we just laid out that this is clearly and objectively a show trial with no opposition in sight, right? It's as Stuart Rhodes says, it's the J6 committee putting on their pack of lies. And he, sitting in federal custody, he's in custody. Oh, he's still in custody. Yeah, he's in custody. He's he's sitting in Is custody he one right of the, now. Uh, alleged insurrectionist. Then, yeah, he's the okay. leader. He's the leader of the Oath Keepers. Stuart Elmer Stuart Rhodes the Third is his name, and he's the founder and presumptive leader of the Oath Keepers. Uh, so he was basically the FBI's main target in this investigation. And then they brought down this indictment. So I just read a little snippet from the indictment yeah. where Stuart Rhodes and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten other co-defendants. So there's 11 defendants named in this 48 page indictment that I have right here. Interesting. Yeah. Here's the, here's the 48 page indictment where they're charged with among other things, um, seditious conspiracy. That's the top count that carries up to 20 years in federal prison. They're charged with other things like conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging duties, dis civil disorder and aiding and abetting, et cetera. So what Stuart Rhodes, uh, he's calling the J6 committee's bluff right now. He's saying that when you have your next um, show trial session, which apparently, well, what's today's date? Today's the... Uh, today's the 12th, yeah. 12th. So this is, um, this is today. Uh, according to this article, a select committee next meets on July t uh, 12th in D.C., and then it says the panel might hold a primetime hearing on July 14th. It plans to cover the issue of domestic terrorism and the roles allegedly played by the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. And William Rhodes has laid down uh, his gavel, and he said that he will waive his previously asserted Fifth Amendment privilege when he was asked to testify before a congressional hearing uh, supposedly back in uh, January, he asserted his Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. Mm -hmm. And he said, he told the, the, the news reporter here um, at the Epic Times that he would waive his Fifth Amendment privilege if the government will agree to live stream, live televise his testimony. Okay. about what actually happened on January 6th yeah. and what his role in the proceedings were on January 6th and, and what, what he perceived to be the role of his, of his co-defendants. And um, Did they agree to that? Not, not, according to the article, there's been no response. Yeah. And, and, of course, he's probably 1,000% correct when he says, quote, what they want is what you've seen, which is just a scripted, controlled, pre-screened show trial. They're only going to put people in front of the public that they know are going to say what they want them to say. Rhodes said he would drop his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination and answer questions, but only if the hearing's on a live broadcast. Um, so he, you know, he's got it. 
he's willing he's willing to waive his Fifth Amendment privilege. He's willing to raise his right hand, testify under oath, and speak the truth. But of course, the committee will never take him up right. on that, right? right? Yeah, they don't want to hear what he has to say, right? Because he'll rebut, as he calls it, their pack of lies. Yeah, he'll absolutely, you know, throw it all, throw it all down. He'll flush it all down the toilet, right? Um, you know, and he goes on to explain, you know, some of the in, in his in his words and in his opinion, just the patently false um, allegations. Like, for example, one of the um, one of the viral. Uh, pictures that has gone around on the internet since January 6th that I've seen is it's supposedly a picture of of William Rhodes and the leader of the Proud Boys and a couple other members and they were supposedly meeting in this parking garage it was like the secret meeting on the morning of January 6th in this parking garage and they were caught in this in this picture yeah right um and the way the FBI and the in the J6 committee have portrayed what's in that picture is that that was a 30 minute meeting that was had between these individuals. Right. According to, um, Elmer Stewart Rhodes, the, the Oath Keepers founder that there, so there, there it is, is right there. Thank you, Austin. Yeah. So he's, he's in there. Um, the head of, uh, proud boys. I don't know his name offhand. He's in that picture. So according to Rhodes, he literally said, hi, how are you doing type of thing? And then he moved on because as he described it, he came upon the meeting. He recognized that they were meeting and that it wasn't, you know, yeah. it was an A and B conversation yeah, and he yeah. wasn't part yeah. of it. Yeah. So he, he said his highs and his good mornings and he moved on. Yeah. He said his role in what you see in that picture was about 30 seconds. Right. Whereas the J6 committee has put this picture on trial and has declared that Labeled that's a it. 30 minute meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's, it it's doesn't just, look, doesn't look like a big strategic no. you know, situation right there. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, yeah. and as people have said, the, these individuals are being charged and it's alleged that they were overthrowing the United States government without any guns, without, I don't, how do, how I do mean, people, come on. How do people believe that? With, no, with that being their strategic right. morning meeting in yeah. a parking garage, anyway, and that's a that's a guys in jeans with their hands in their pockets. Right, that's got that. Those are those are six individuals that are getting ready to overthrow the United States government. Right. Yeah, in 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 an hour. Right, in an hour from that picture, they're yeah again. Well, she's got her very purse. strategic. I'm just, What's well, in her exactly. purse? An AR-15. Right. Yeah, very strategic looking. It's a great kind point. Of get together, right? And I, I I asked the question, but it was probably more rhetorical because I know people who still do believe you know, the mainstream narrative about what happened on January 6th. And I, I will say my brother's one of them. Um, he's in North Carolina, so he's, he's not listening to this. And I don't want to, you know, throw him under the bus. And I love my brother to death, but we differ. Our beliefs differ in, in many things, and politics is one of them. I mean, he is the person that believes that January 6th, you know, what are they calling it? Insurrection. Insur well, yeah, he believes he believes in everything that's happening in in the interviews. Right I have now. a question. Yeah, I'm going to ask Austin this question though. All right. Austin, did he just say that this podcast doesn't reach North Carolina? <laughs> I, you know, I, I think he implied. That. Listen, I, his chair's on wheels. I, I want you to drag his ass out of here. <laughs> I said my brother's not listening. I didn't say it doesn't reach North Carolina. It's all good. He it's said all good. You know, they don't. My have brother's in Buffalo, in and it's what you just described. Ditto. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, ditto. Yeah, right. He's not listening either, yeah. but ditto. Yeah. I'm, I'm an insurrectionist, 
And, you know, I should probably rot away in, in one of these jail cells yeah. as well. He, Yeah, my brother did call me an insurrectionist. Yeah. About the, you know, the, the Webster Board of Education yeah. meeting. He goes, you know. My brother, I'll go way back. Do you recall soon after Obama got elected and in the Health Care Act, the affordable Obamacare? Obamacare. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's just call it Obamacare, what yeah. it is. Obamacare. Yeah. When, when that was all going to get passed. On the eve of that legislation getting passed, there was a big rally at the Capitol. My son was six at the time. Okay. Six or seven. And... My intuition was this is going to be a peaceful, patriotic opportunity to take my son to D.C. And at an early age, you know, no matter no matter what his political, you know, leanings will someday be. Obviously, he didn't have any at six. Right. But regardless of what they'll someday be, you know, he'll always remember the time dad took him to the Capitol. Right. Yeah. And I was right. We went there. It was peaceful. It was patriotic. We, we spent a few hours there at the Capitol. There's about 40,000, 50,000 people on the lawn, you know, signs and chants and so on and so forth. Beautiful day weather-wise. Um, and we got in and got out in 24 hours. Right. And when we were heading down there, when we were driving down there, um, I was on the phone with my brother. I was letting him know I was going to D.C. My brother loves D.C. So I called him. I told him I was going down there, taking Tyler. And he said, what are you going for? And I told him what was going on. He got so angry. He started screaming at me, telling me basically that I was a lousy father, that I would bring my son there because it was going to be violent and it was going to be this and it was going to be that. Yeah. Now, if he had said that about what happened on January 6th, maybe he would have been a little bit more accurate. And, and, and ironically, all these years later, so my son was 18 on yeah. January 6th, or 17. So, so 11, 11 years, later, years later, yeah. He asked me to go to the Capitol. Yeah, I remember that. He yeah. came to me the eve of at six o'clock and asked me to go to the Capitol on January sixth. Yeah. So in any event. Yeah. I mean and that's where we're at. Yeah. And it's 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 you know, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. Were were there were there some things that um things that happened that shouldn't have happened? Sure. Of you know, course. were there some people that got out of out of control and, and you know, may have broken a, a law? I mean, I don't know what the laws are, right? But I mean they certainly shouldn't be held, you know, without fair trial and due process for as long as they have. Yeah, there, right? there, there are individuals that have been in solitary confinement for right. months. Right. Um, they're being held without bail right. for months. Right. Um, on essentially, <clears throat> essentially trespassing <throat> charges, but at the federal level. Correct. So you're an individual who was there who, let's say, wasn't part of this, even if this was a seditious conspiracy, right? So even if we took... What the allegations are in this 48-page indictment against the actual uh, head of the Proud Boys and the head of the Oath Keepers and all that. Right. So even if this particular angle that the FBI is taking is true, there were literally several hundred other thousand individuals there that didn't partake in the level of organization right. that these individuals took part in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This indictment contains, you know, the FBI obviously had ta wiretaps and things like that. They they got all of their text messages. Let that be a lesson. Yeah. They have they have all these individuals' text messages. They even have their encrypted messages. So Telegram, things like that. They don't identify Telegram, but that's what I'm hearing when I read that. You know, we they they call it end to end encrypted messages. So whatever app you're using right now that you're engaged in where you think you're having some sort of private secret discussions. It's not private. You are until you become the subject of your political enemies. Right. Once you become the subject of your political enemies, suddenly your end-to-end -end encrypted text messaging app 
that is secure is no longer secure. Yeah. It just isn't. Yeah. So really, you should keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just talking to you. Yeah. In fact, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Maybe I am. Uh, I'm talking to all of you patriots out there uh, who are on Telegram, yeah. who are on, right. I don't know, what, what else is there? But there's all these new fangled Truth social, yeah, all these new fangled apps that have Although come they, out. They say that that's supposed to be hardened down pretty tight. Truth social, there's Parler, Truth social, yeah. uh, Gabber. I mean, uh, there's a ton yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, none of it's secure. Apparently. No, absolutely not. Not when absolutely the FBI not. not not when the FBI wants you. But so what I was getting at is these. So these other individuals there, like me, for example, who just went there. If if I had wandered into the Capitol, because quite frankly. There are images, we've all seen them, where the Capitol Police officers are literally waving people on in, taking selfies with people while they're in the building. Those individuals are not trespassing. Right. But some of those individuals are now in federal custody. Right. And waiting tri- awaiting trial and possibly going to prison because they walked into the Capitol? And that's the thing. Is that, that technically uh, illegal? Uh, Maybe. Right. But they were allowed in. Right. I the Capitol Police and, officers didn't ask them to leave. Right. And, and, and that, I mean, that to me, that's, I mean, you know, the, the old expression, justice is blind, right? I mean, yeah. because what, who was the victim, you know, in the crime that these people are being held for, you know, again, in, you know, solitary confinement for how many, you know, months at a time, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, you know, compared to, you know, some of the crimes in, in, in Rochester, for example, right? Oh Every gosh. time I see something on the news, four-time convicted felon gets out arrested on, again. Out on no bail. Out, and like, what the heck? Drugs. Like, why are these people out on bail? I thought there was a, you know, three-strike rule in New York State. Nope. So why is he a four-time convicted felon? Now he's committing another crime, you know, which makes number five. Like, what the heck? Somebody's really got to die before this person is held, you know, the, in prison. We're our, in, our, in, in solitary confinement. Yeah, our, right? our political enemies have made it so patently obvious now that that's what this is, that it's purely political. Yeah. Because we have a Democrat-run New York State where we want to let all the criminals out. We don't want there to be any bail. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to be held, so on and so forth, because these are our political friends. Yep. These are our political Democrat friends that we don't want to be held on bail. But at the federal level, you're talking about individuals who who came to protest the election right. of Joe Biden. And I, I, want, I want to say, and I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you that you're wrong, because because you're my lawyer and i'm not i shouldn't say wrong we have a very progressive liberal one party government in new york state and and the reason that i'm saying that is because i'm still a registered democrat right and i don't know if that's news to anybody like i said (laughs) get them the hell out of here hey i didn't invite him here what are you doing And Actually, I, mean, I think I knew that. Yeah, we take knew this conversation, and I still, and before, I still right? I mean, because I, and again, I mean, there's moderate Democrats, right? They're yes. middle of the road Democrats, right? And I, I, I consider myself one of those people. And then when you know 2020 happened, right? I mean, I voted for Trump. I don't think that's going to like win me or lose me any business, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's always hard to talk about these kinds of things. But I voted for Trump twice, right? Because I didn't like. You know the the Democrat representative. Or you the, didn't like who, Joe Biden. I didn't like Biden. I didn't like Clinton. Right. You didn't, you didn't like Joe Biden right. falling off of his bike and right. misreading the teleprompter right. and. And I think there's just too many Democrats who feel like they have to toe the party line yes. because there's two parties, right? Mm-hmm. New York State Football is a very game. progressively liberal one party run state. And it shouldn't be. 100%. Right? Because it's all New York state politics. It's all Albany politics. It doesn't have anything to do with Western New York. 
And if you take a look at voting numbers, I mean, you'll see that most of New York, upstate, western, middle, right, votes red all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time, right? Virtually, when they show the map, virtually every county... Uh, except Monroe. Went, except for Monroe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every county west of Albany. Yeah. Right? Right. Literally Correct. every county, north to south, the map is entirely red. Correct. Except Monroe County is blue. Correct. Correct. And I and I, I and if there's any if there's any Democrats listening, it's okay to disagree with these progressive liberal policies. Bail reform should not be a thing. Criminals are on the street because of these progressive liberal politics policies, right? Yeah, thousands. And it's making it more dangerous for everybody else. So if you don't like Trump, but you're a Democrat, you can still disagree with those policies. And, that and, should not be a thing. And speak out against yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Go to your representative. Say, we should not have these bail reforms. right? But yeah. going back to your point, yeah. I mean, there's way too many people in prison right now being held without, I mean, without due process. Yeah, at the, at the federal level, at the because, federal of, level. because of this incident that occurred yeah. at the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. There's many people locally right here from Rochester. There's that the Yeah, kid, that I, dude from Greece, right? Uh, yeah, he went to, he graduated from Aquinas. Yeah. Uh, he was a freshman when I was a senior. Okay. I, he graduated in 95 from Aquinas. I didn't know him, but I, you know, I know the name. I recognize the name, but yeah. Dominic Pazula, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe is his yeah. name. Correct. Um, as far as I know, he's still being held. There was a, uh, Austin, we had him on the show, right? Kimberly had him as a guest, or his mom, had his mom as a guest, a kid from, I want to say the Hilton area, was it Austin? Do you recall? Oh, uh, yes, but I don't remember her name. Yeah, we had a mom on here uh, whose son was, uh, they, they did a no-knock warrant right right here in Monroe County, the FBI did, and dragged their son out of the house. And yeah. he's he's sitting in a jail cell down in D.C. right now, last I know, uh, awaiting, awaiting trial. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy awesome. Stuff, we have man. any uh, any comments that, that we should be looking at here and responding to? Any questions? Look at Jose. Jose chiming in. Yeah, there what's he up, is. Jose? Speaking of the Democrats. Right. Jose, what's going on out there? Staying out of trouble? <laughs> no, of course you're not. Why would you? It's no fun. It's no fun. It's no fun. All right. Well, so speaking of the, the one-party state, and of New York and the yeah. liberal progressive policies. Let's do this. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, I, I may or may not have the answers, but let's get the questions out there and see where it goes. Sure. So we all know um, that there's this thing called the Second Amendment. Yes. Have you ever heard of it? Absolutely. Yeah, the Second Amendment, right? Shall not infringe. Upon, yeah. Yeah, shall shall not infringe. But, but you know, that that apparently... Shall not infringe. That apparently isn't, isn't clear enough. So... New York State, uh, many years ago, decides that, like many states, that you need a permit to carry a, a handgun. Right? This is many years ago. Many years ago, yeah, like right. early 1900s. Um, so New York State says you need a permit to carry a firearm. Many states have done, have you know, have the same sort of law in place. But then that's never good enough, right? Um, when, when people argue that it's a slippery slope and they're called crazy and lunatics and that they want people to die by, you know, inflicted gunshots and things like that. Um, but New York state and the progressives, they always prove us correct because then the gun permit law is not enough. Then they have to take it one step further and say that even if we give you a permit to keep a firearm in your home or in your vehicle, if you're going to take it out in the general public, take it to a restaurant, take it to a library, take it to a grocery store, and you're going to conceal it right underneath your waistband. You have to have a further permit, 
All right. And let's, let's specifically, you know, focus in on that word permit, because once a word is used for so many years, people become immune to what it actually means. Yeah. What it means is permission. Correct. It means the government has to give you permission to carry a firearm in public. What does that mean? That means the government has to give you permission to defend yourself yeah. against bodily harm, against crazy? a criminal who has the gun right. without a permit. Correct. Right? Yeah. Shall not infringe. Yeah. The Founding Fathers, the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment specifically says the exact opposite. Right? If they could rewrite it, the way they would have rewritten it is, you never have to ask the government for permission to defend yourself right. while you're out in public. Right. Because there's bad people out in public that are going to carry guns and they're going to try to kill you. Yeah. And you never need our permission to defend yourself. Why? Because it's your God-given God right. right. Right? That's what the Absolutely. Bill of Rights is all about. Absolutely. The Bill of Rights does nothing but codify the 10 most important God-given rights that the Founding Fathers recognized. Right? And, it, and, and they protect the people. The individuals. From... The government. Yes. Civics 101. Yeah. We talked about this, Austin, a couple weeks ago a little bit. And that's exactly how we framed it was in that context of the Bill of Rights don't define what the government allows us to do. Correct. It it just simply rewrites what we have the right to do. It limits the government Government from, from, yeah. Yeah. Individuals can't get in trouble, so to speak, under the Bill of Rights. Only the government can get in trouble for overstepping the Bill of Rights. So now, this concealed carry permit law, this unconstitutional, illegal, concealed carry permit law, has been on the books in New York for decades. And it gets challenged a couple years ago. And it finally makes its way all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States. And as we all know by now, the Supreme Court of the United States threw it out. They overturned it. Is that what the decision was recently? So this this is where a lot of my questions come in. Go for it. No, well that, yeah, yeah. that's one of them. Is that yeah. what the Supreme Court decided that you that you don't need a a permit to be to have concealed a concealed carry. carry? Correct. You need so okay so you still need a you permit. still need a permit, but you don't need the concealed carry permit to Correct. have it on your person. Correct. While okay. you're out in public. Okay. So when I so th- this might be a little bit too much information, no, no, but no, I was on. I went to school for um, algebra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so good at math. <laughs> no, I, I went I wanted to get into law enforcement, so I took public you know public justice criminal justice courses. I mean, I have a bachelor's in criminal justice, and I took exams. I was going into uh, the state troopers academy back in '93 before one of the uh, recruiting one of the freezes. Yeah, one of the it was exactly what it was. I got caught up in the parole freeze. Yep. I was going to be a parole officer. Yep, and I took test after test after test after test, and unfortunately, I just wasn't the right. Uh, demographic right for yeah. for employment you didn't get enough uh, extra points correct yeah correct um but in the process i'm like you know what i'm gonna prepare so i went and applied for my pistol permit and i applied for the concealed carry so i could have it on my person and i went and i practiced i mean i was i was target shooting regularly you know back in the you know the early mid 90s and i got really really good at it um but so when all these, so the fact that I have a permit and it's concealed carry. You get really I, good at shooting things? <laughs> Kip pictures mostly these days, <laughs> mostly pictures. Um, but I mean, I stopped following what's happening with the, you know, the, the law because I already have my permit. 
Yeah. So when all these things started to happen, of course, you know, our, our famous and uh, infamous Governor Hochul is, is, you know, making waves about, Kathy you know, Hochul. 2A. I don't know what, you know, what's happening. So the Supreme Court overruled the necessity to have concealed carry. Correct. However, you still only need, you, but you still need to have a permit. You still need to have a permit to purchase and possess okay. a handgun. Okay. You and don't, you yeah, don't need a always... permit. You don't need a permit for a long gun. So a rifle right, or correct. a shotgun, a standard, a correct. standardly stocked rifle and, and, and shotgun and all correct. that. Um, but, but you still need the permit for, for the handgun. Interesting. So the Supreme okay. Court um, essentially ratifies the Second Amendment in, in regards to concealed carry. In New I York mean, State. In New York State. I, yep. Of course, I would love to see um, the, per, the permit itself be challenged and thrown out. I think that's ripe now, too. But, but nonetheless, we'll take what we can get. But, of course, here's the kicker. Kathy Hochul and her liberal, progressive, anti-Bill of Rights, anti-civil liberties, right? The party of civil liberties, right? Correct. The party that, that victimizes everybody so that they can get votes every November. Um, except our civil liberties, right? Except for the yeah. ones that you and I want. <laughs> right. My civil liberty under the Bill of Rights is I want to carry a firearm and speak freely on social media and things right. like that. Um, but Kathy Hochul and her ilk... They don't want that. So what does she do? She immediately swoops in. She starts ranting and raving in front of every news camera and microphone that she can get in front of her about how her obligation is to defend the people yeah. of New York State and da 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 da. And we played a clip last week, Austin. Yeah. I, do yeah, you, do you have, have that, that still? I love her response. Yeah, she doesn't her care about the numbers. Yeah, right? I don't need data points. No, she doesn't need yeah. anything. Where, where was that statement when we were talking about COVID? Exactly. Uh, I think it's this one. Famous last words on a podcast. I think it's this video. <laughs> it's this one. Whoops. No, there's Dave Kells getting pulled out of a chair. Could come as soon as this week. The new limits are in response to the Supreme Court decision striking down New York's law on carrying concealed handguns, potentially making it easier to do so. That's right. The Supreme Court rejected New York's requirement that gun owners provide a reason to carry a concealed handgun outside the home. Now, Governor Hochul is countering that with measures that would limit where people with those concealed weapons can go. The midday diamond. No, this is isn't it. Park Avenue. Oh, all right, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, see, it even just, and, and she pops up right on there. And right. even even listening to the news, and I don't watch the news anymore. I mean, it, it's been like five years since I've actually watched a full newscast. But even what they said in their statement is confusing to me. As far as how they describe how it, they yeah. Yeah, how they the language that they use made it sound like New York State. Uh, see, now I can't even say it because I'm listening to them like, what the fuck does yeah, that mean? Doesn't make any sense. Can I say that on the show? No. Oh. Sorry. Do I have to put five dollars well, in the jar? <laughs> There's a swear jar over in the corner. You can say that. You're just not allowed to say um vaccine. Oh. If you say vaccine, then YouTube will ding us. Got it. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah, you can't say unwarranted medical procedures. Oh man, that's crazy. Imagine that. We talk about health. Yeah, right. Know? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, awesome. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, so we, we all know what she said, right? She said, we don't, I don't need any data, right? Right. I'm going to take your way your rights, right. whether you like it or not. Yeah. So so now here here's where we're at, though. Where we're at today is now we're going to update the law, right? So the Supreme Court says you can't do these things, right? You can't put restrictions on the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is plain, it's unambiguous, and you can't put restrictions on it. So what does Kathy Hochul do? I'm going to put restrictions on it. Yeah. And her restrictions are bizarre. 
They're absolutely bizarre. And the latest is, this is from USA Today, right? Let's give USA Today some free plug. Uh, USA Today, updated New York law requires gun applicants to provide social media accounts and get safety training. Okay. This is good. This is good. The safety training. And, you know, it's always, they always use cute little phrases like safety training. Mm -hmm. You want safety training. Well, who's going to argue against safety training, right? Who's going to argue against that? Well, except this is what I don't get. And I don't know if I highlighted it in the article. I didn't. I recall. I think, I think Austin found it. Oh, yeah, the, Chad, the, is it this one? The, the data clip. That might be it. All right. We're going we're gonna to try this one. Yeah, run yeah, it. Run it. Give it a whirl. Do you have the numbers oh, to show is. that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? Because the lawful gun owner will say that you're attacking the wrong person. It's really people that are getting these guns illegally that are causing the violence, not the people going and getting the permit legally. She flips that's her hair. The basis yeah. for the whole Supreme Court argument. Where's the body language Do you have expert? Numbers? I don't need to have numbers. <laughs> Boom. I don't, need, I don't have to have a data point to point to to say that this is going to matter. All I know is I have a responsibility to the people of this state. Yeah. To have oh sensible guns. To not take away their Second Amendment rights. All right. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, man. Isn't that insane? It's insane. So here's, this This is what I love about the whole, the whole safety training thing. So this is from the article, the USA Today article. The law will require applicants to undergo hours of safety training to prove and prove they're proficient at shooting. <laughs> now, let's think about this for a second. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Let's think about this for a second. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard at that. Jesus Christ. The incidents that have occurred of late that would cause an angry liberal progressive like Kathy Hochul to institute such unconstitutional mandates upon the Second Amendment and lawful citizens like you and I and Austin, um, were because people with these so-called assault rifles, right, AR-15s, even though that's not what AR stands for, but I digress. But these bad assault rifles, right, these bad weapons of mass destruction assault rifles, um, do we want those criminals to be proficient at shooting? Right. It's the law-abiding citizen who's never going to take his gun and show how proficient he is at the local school or movie theater right. that you're foisting these unconstitutional regulations upon. It's so moronic and backwards and twisted and upside down. Yeah. But people are going to eat it up. Oh, this absolutely. is how they get you to give up your liberties yep. because they tell you it's for your own good. Yep. Oh, we're going to want you trained so that you can be proficient. Now, Let's just take it to its logical conclusion. Let's say, do we do we remember what the kid's name was that in the latest mass yeah, shooting? Yeah, I, I don't. The July Fourth parade. Yeah, Austin. Do we know his I name? Don't. Just so I can make my yes, story. No, I, 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 I got a picture though. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, yeah. What's his What's his preferred pronoun? Jesus. Fuckhead. Yeah. So anyway. He's let's not, he, plug number him. one, no, yeah. I'll let's go, plug go, him. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, let's plug him into Kathy Hochul's narrative. Right. Do we want him proficient at shooting people? Right. 
Apparently, he was unfortunately proficient enough. Right. A, he's did, didn't didn't he go? So he legally was, purchased. He firearms. legally legally purchased one. Right. Yeah. With in in Illinois, who has the most restrictive yes. gun purchasing laws, red flag laws in the United States. And he had priors with law enforcement. All over was, social media. And was still able to get the yes. guns. So red flag laws didn't do anything. The prior didn't do anything. Correct. Right. And neither is training him to shoot. Right. Let's train as, him to as shoot. Part of the, yeah, as part of the deal, right? If We'll give you this permit if you take safety courses and get proficient at it. I mean, what, that's ridiculous. That's who do we train? Who does our government train to shoot? Military, military, and police officers. Law enforcement, right? We don't. Like, so what? individuals they train themselves, right? In in you you train your military to kill. Yeah. So we're going to train this kid to kill and call right. that a, a good right. common sense, yeah, sensible gun law. But we'll we'll so the progressives, the liberal progressive liberals will say, "Yeah, but that's great because look at what you need for a driver's license." Right? You have to go and you have to test, mm -hmm. right? And then you get your driver's license. You have to, you have to prove efficient. that you know how to right. you have to prove so you know how to operate make it the car? same for guns. It's a, such a it's a dumb ass argument yeah, what it is. Except I don't see anywhere in the Bill of Rights where it says, where it says that you know autos automobiles are protected, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a dumb ass argument. So and then we jump into the social media account thing, right? I mean I, I don't know what's more bizarre, what I just laid out or the fact that they're going to check social media accounts because as you just got done explaining, Dave, correctly, of course, is that everything that law enforcement needed to know in order to keep tabs on this kid at the, at the Illinois shooting, the 4th of July day uh, outside Chicago uh, shooting, it was out. It was out there. Yeah, it was on social media. They had gone to his house. He had threatened to shoot people up. Right? They came and took yeah. knives out of his house. Sixteen knives out of his house on a sword and and, right. and other and other things. Yeah. So everything that Kathy Hochul is pushing for was already out there for the taking, so to speak. And the, and law enforcement missed it. The article right. talks about how right. they slipped through the cracks. The, yeah. the how work. the Highland Park suspects slipped through the cracks. Yeah. So. And I mean, there were there were students, there were there were co peers of his, student peers of his. You know, the whole in in the school, see something, say something thing. There were multiple reports of his peers that were saying this kid ain't right. Yeah, you know, and still, and nobody's gonna. Yeah, right. It doesn't get stopped. He he was a known, you know, commodity, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. yeah, he he was on the radar. He was a if, risk if somebody wanted right. to do something about it. Right. And then and so here's the other thing because what I what I always like to do is say. All right, Kathy Hochul or whoever, tell me, tell me how this proposal that you're making after the fact, right? Because it's always the knee-jerk reaction to try to take away more civil liberties in response to a, a tragedy, right? So tell me how this particular reg regulation would have stopped or prevented what just happened, what you're responding or reacting to, or how it's going to stop the next mass shooting. Yeah. And they and they they never can. So let's let's use a scenario here. So we know that. We know that Kathy Hochul and her ilk harp constantly on the AR-15, the assault rifles, 
and so on and so forth. And they want age restrictions, and they want this restriction, and they want that restriction. And these are, these guns are, are, you know, nobody needs these kind of military guns. Nobody needs, you know, 19 bullets in their gun. Nobody needs this. Nobody needs that. Apparently, we just need, you know, musket balls yeah. uh, and, and, you know, single shots and things like that. So there is no request right now or demand or regulation in New York State for a permit for an AR-15. Correct. So if the AR-15 is the so-called dangerous weapon of choice for every 18 to 20-year-old white male who wants to go shoot up a school or a parade or a church or a synagogue, and there's no gun permit for that, then there's going to be no training for that. Correct. There's going to be no social media account check for that. The social media account that she's proposing is triggered upon an application for a gun permit. Yeah. You don't have to apply for a gun permit for an AR-15. Yeah. So there's going to be no social media account check on this kid. Yeah. This kid is still in New York State, this hypothetical kid in New York State, this 18-year-old white kid who is all hopped up on Prozac and has mental health disorders. He's still not going to fall under this regulatory right. scheme that she's laying out. Correct. He's still going to walk into Dick's, buy an AR-15, and go shoot up the school yep. as soon as he turns 22. Right. Which, oh, by the way, this kid was 22. He wasn't even 18 to 20. So she's she's up the law to 21. This kid buys the gun and kills. Yeah. She wants to have a social media account check. Nope. He Not goes and happen. buys the gun and kills. Yeah. She wants to have training. Nope. He goes and buys the gun and kills. Yeah. So what's the next law, Kathy? Right. Because there's going to be another one. Because yeah. the next time this happens and it's a 22-year-old with an AR-15, then she's going to say, oh, we need more common sense gun laws. Yeah. And they say it's not a slippery slope. Well, then why do they keep passing laws that aren't designed yeah. to stop what just happened? Right. And right. they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absurd. It is. It's, it's, it's absurd and it's insane. I mean, uh, and, and again, that's the reason why I watch, you know, podcasts like we, the podcast people, <laughs> because I don't watch the news. I, I mean, I can't, I can't stand to watch those people's mouths move because, right. you know, everything they're saying is just a complete lie. And I'm not going to say that, you know, conservatives aren't, you know, guilty of that as well. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't want to paint that picture because I, I, oh, you know yeah. what, I mean, I don't trust any politicians if you want to know the truth. Um, yes, no, so yeah, no but question. I mean, everything That's, that she's trying to do, like if the intent is to make it safer for the people, what she's trying to do, isn't going to achieve that. No, what she's doing is she's making it more difficult, more challenging and for the law abiding citizens. for the law abiding citizens. Yeah. yeah. Who are, by the way, following the law. Correct. Right. So, and, and it, so then if we were to, with that being said, and you can't really refute what you just said, yeah. you, you just can't. Object, right. Objectively, and I'm not objective, right. but objectively, you just can't refute what you just said. Right. So, so if how, that's are those, how are those two, what did, what, did, what did you call them, regulations, rules, whatever they are, yeah. how are those two things going to make me as a law-abiding gun owner, any safer. how is it going to make me any safer nope. to the general public? No, it's not. I'm like, I'm and not it, a threat. What it's going to do, though, is make you unsafer to yourself and your family. Yeah. Because now your right to protect yourself and your family has been hampered and hindered. Right. right. It, it has because you might you might slip through one of the cracks now as far as you may for you may not either purposely or inadvertently not dot an I or cross a T when it comes to what this new regulatory scheme is. And now what happens? You get pulled over for speeding. Yep. You get pulled over for being on your cell phone. You get pulled over at a and ring. Now at a, I'm on a list. You're you're a felon. You're charged with felony possession of a weapon in 
contravention of Kathy Hochul's, not the Second Amendment, but Correct. Kathy Hochul's unconstitutional regulatory scheme. And Correct. you know what? I guarantee that every single one of these regulations will be overturned by the Supreme Court. Luckily, and, and I mean this, luckily there are individuals and attorneys right now in New York State who are actively planning, conspiring to quite frankly, get get arrested sure, and, and violate these, which is what they should do, right. right? Their civic duty is to violate an unconstitutional law, to ignore an unconstitutional law. Right. So somebody is going to purposely ignore one of these unconstitutional laws. They're going to put their own self out there at risk and harm professionally, personally, in their families, and their reputations. They're going to get arrested. They're going to get charged with a felony, yeah. and they're going to let it run, run its course so that it can make its way all the way back to the Supreme Court again. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. So is what Kathy Hochul proposed New York State law? Is 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 it a it is a is it a real law now? I mean, I thought laws had to go through votes and right. Congress, uh, you know, or whatever it is. I mean, New York State, yeah, the State Congress, the State Congress, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, isn't that how it works? I'm like, yep. she, somebody creates a bill that goes through New York State Congress, it gets voted on, and it becomes a law, right? Bill gets proposed, correct? Then it goes through. Um, Debate, yep. you know, there's supposed to be debates on the floor. A bunch of houses and committees. And, and committees right. review it and right. this and that. And there's a con and and there has to be a comment on. period. Yeah. Right? And right. things like that. And Absolutely. It takes, so That's is, what's is, supposed to happen. Is what she did more executive powers? Well, the easy answer is I don't know for sure what the technical legal aspect of this bill is whether it ha actually has gone to her desk and has been signed into law, meaning that if you get stopped right now, is there a law in the books that can be enforced? So somebody that did propose know. a bill with these two uh, yeah. the changes yeah. to it. Okay. And, and it very well might be signed into law right now. Yeah. But all I can say is this. You go back to when Governor Cuomo got the SAFE Act passed, yeah. okay? That was literally yanked out of a drawer. That was a bill that was, you know, about probably 800 pages thick. It was already drafted. They were just waiting for the, the, the next right Sandy time. Hook to occur. Yeah. Sandy Hook occurs. They got everybody crying, and now they rammed it through, and they did it in the middle of the night. Now, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't know legislatively. I don't know the ins and the outs on the parliamentary rules and how they were able to cram that through overnight. They did it overnight without right. debate, without any waiting period. So they can do it. Yeah. Right. They they have all of the little carve outs and all of the little nuances in the in the way the the rules are written so that they can pass stuff when they want to pass yeah. stuff. Yeah. But to to ultimately answer that question, I don't know for sure that it's actually been signed into law. But if it hasn't been signed into law, it's on that track. Right. It's going to be signed into law yeah. because, as you said earlier, what we have a one party state. One party state. It's not going to be opposed. Right. It's not going to be shot down. It's crazy. So it's in, I mean, New York State is. I love living here. I I, I really do. I I, I love. Yeah, I love the geography. Rochester. I love Monroe County. I love New York State. I love the Finger Lakes. But when it comes to this kind of crap, it's like, dang, why haven't I moved earlier? Like, why haven't I gotten the hell out of here? Yeah. No shit. Man. No shit. Unbelievable. So we're uh, we're running out of time. Let's let's wrap up with, um, let's at. Let's Questions wrap, for Chad. Yeah, let's wrap up <laughs> with this. So we know now that in New York State, and quite frankly from the other story we talked about too with the Oath Keepers, we know that if, 
if you say things, type things, write things, post things on your social media accounts that um, that offend people, right? If you don't use the proper pronouns, right, so to speak, you you're apparently not going to have the opportunity to exercise your uh, constitutional rights in New York State. Kathy Hochul says, we're going to review your social media accounts when you apply for your um, your handgun permit. We're going to review your social media account. And if we don't like what you have to say, we're going to subjectively, because that's what these review processes are, mm-hmm. they're subjective. There's no point system. There's no judge whose job is to add up the points. And if they add up to 9.3, that means you get your permit. No. The judge looks at the application and the judge decides. Yep. Whether so or not you Chad get your gun Hummel permit, goes to apply. You think I'm for getting a gun a permit? <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's play out the scenario. My right? tagline says "Buy more ammo." Yeah. So I mean, you, that's seditious you, conspiracy you, to overthrow the government. You have a lot of flags. I mean, according to what she wants to do, there are a lot of flags against you. Yeah. When you go to apply for a, a carry permit. Yeah. So a so a, permit an otherwise law-abiding citizen. Correct. I hate to expose Who, my who's age. Who's in a profession? Forty-eight years old to protect people from. The government. The government. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're a I lawyer. Am, I am admitted to practice law in New York State. I've been an attorney since February 26, 2003 with an unblemished record. I swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. Um, I get. I have to get reviewed every two years for fitness, and, I've, and I'm still an attorney, believe it or not. Um, I've only been arrested once and was acquitted of those bogus, phony charges that were lodged against me by the yeah. Ronaquite Police Department with the uh, collusion of the East Ronaquite Central yeah. School District. And... With all that, right, with all those feathers in my cap, under these proposed guidelines, there's no way in hell I'm getting a gun permit. Don't forget that you no were blocked on Facebook recently. Yes, I'm right now I'm in Facebook jail. Right. Yeah. So if they use that, the social media If I applied today, test, yeah. they, and they took my account and they logged into my account, it would say, you're restricted, you're in jail. No permit. No you. permit, done. Yeah. But you know who would get a permit? That dude. The, these two Tat- individuals. Tattoos on the face guy. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? You know who else, Austin, would get a permit? Would Chuck Schumer get a permit? Probably. Let's find out. Would this guy get a permit? Inside the walls of this court, Surrey to Texas, Republican legislatures are waging a war on women. All women. All women. And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Good God. He just threatened. Yeah. Right? Two, and this two, was, how yeah. prophetic? How long ago was that? A year? Yeah. That was about a year ago? He, and then he, what just happened to, um, was it yeah, the Kavanaugh. Or no, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. They went to his they, house, right? Well, they went to his house. They, they, no, they, I think they, uh, they, um, they caught the the suspects before they got to the house, but it wasn't. They attempt. were plotting. But then there was a group of people outside of the restaurant that he was eating at most recently. I think it was over the weekend, and they were they were like, yeah, you know, he. But Donald Trump stirred up January sixth, right? So so and that there's guy laws that protect Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Here is one of the longest sitting United States senators. He's a ridiculous, right? Buffoon. I mean, if you, I don't think you can get from one to ten as far as ranking political power in the United States without getting to Schumer, right? right? You start with the president, unfortunately, Joe yeah. Biden, right, in this yeah. case. But you got the president, you got the speaker, you got Mitch McConnell, 
you're getting to Chuck Schumer pretty quick pretty on that quick. list. Pretty and quick. there he is threatening the Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Would he be able to get a gun permit right now? Oh, you know what? He doesn't need one because he's because got an he's army, got, he's got, an yeah. army of armed people guarding him and his family and right. his kids, right? Right. And his grandkids. And those security detail are above whatever laws yeah. are, are, you know, yeah. in, you know, created in, yeah. in, in any state. Yeah, they're protected. But yeah. you and I got to be flapping in the breeze when we go to tops. Yeah. Who else would would uh, Maxine Waters? You think she'd get a permit? Let's find out. What's Kathy Hochul think about this red flag? Create a crowd. Create a crowd. Create a crowd and push back on yeah. them. Dude. She's inciting violence. Yeah. And then they did. That was a couple years ago. And yeah. then we had the summer of love. Yeah. We had a whole summer of thousands of people who took to the streets, rioted and looted and flipped over police cars and burned them and burned down Target, threw Molotov cocktails, shot, you know, firearms, fired their fired their ammunition at police officers. Yeah. All over the country, Minnesota, Minneapolis burned to the ground. We saw it right here in downtown Rochester. Yeah. 490 was taken over. Yeah. They flipped over police cars. Local Members of local city council and legislature and the local media were actively involved, right? The same individuals who, you know, uh, who berate, you know, certain individuals that uh, have a podcast here. Yeah. Um, it's insane. So those two individuals who don't need... The benefit of the Second Amendment because right. they have the full, you know, heavy hand uh, of the federal government already protecting them. Sure. Um, but would they would they get a permit in New York State if yeah. they retired today and, and moved to New York State? Well, Schumer's from New York State. Yep. Could he apply for a permit, or would that video be a red flag? Yeah, exactly. We'll never know. Will we'll we? never know. We'll never know. All right. Well, you go home and get a good night. Chicken rest. dinner. Isn't it Tuesday chicken dinner? Chicken dinner. At the Hummel household? Yep. Actually, I think I'm going to go home and uh, and throw some, uh, I'm going to make some cheeseburgers. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to- uh, cheeseburger season. I, um, yeah, I make- I make them myself. I mean, I don't kill the cow and and, and do all that, but yeah. but I do buy the I do buy the meat at Wegmans. Yeah, and I form the patties myself. Nice, right? Yeah, I get them out. I, I do roll, the same thing. Roll them up nice. I put them on a nice cutting board, and then I take a um, I just take a small little pot. Yeah. And, Smash I pre- and, and press them. Yeah. I put a little olive oil on the bottom of the pot. Yeah. And I press them. I'm gonna give you a secret. What is it? Parchment paper. It's not a secret anymore. Oh, shit. The, the, the eight Sorry. people that are watching, they know. <laughs> Squeeze it in between two pieces of parchment paper. That yeah. way you take the top off, oh. and then you got the bottom one. You can go out to the grill and throw it right on there. It's a great idea. Yeah. No use for olive oil. I love it. Yeah. I right, dig that, do, man. Smash burgers. Hopefully, uh, I'm doing, uh, hopefully, I'm doing, hopefully I have some parchment I'm paper. I'm doing tater taco night tonight for the kids. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this is Taco Tuesdays. I'm tired of doing the, the tater normal tacos. routine. So just get a bunch of tater tots. Got some pork, got some chicken, beef. Throw it all in there, man. Tater tacos. Sounds like good stuff. Everybody grab a fork and let's go. All right, so get a good night's rest. Yeah, tomorrow we'll, morning, deposition we'll see, time. We'll see it. The depositions will yeah. be at the uh, the central offices in Webster on 250. Can't wait. All right, thanks for joining me get here. Them, this is the Got Freedom Podcast on the We The People Podcast Network. Thank you to Austin, my producer. Thank you, Austin. And uh, how do we end the show? Go America. Do you have a tagline? Buy more ammo. Buy more ammo. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.